Hey, this is your host, Natalie Allport, and welcome to the All In Podcast. Today's episode is going to be short and sweet, just like how we do it every second episode. If you're new here, we alternate every second episode with a one-on-one, basically just me talking to you and often answering questions or speaking on topics that were requested by you, the audience. So today we have a topic that I got in a DM from Austin Cause, and he asked if I could do an episode on how to trust yourself after injury or failure. So as an athlete, I think I could speak to this as I've been injured countless times. I don't think we need to go over the amount of times I've broken my bones or different things. Um, right now, I'm also, I've been going through a two-year shoulder rehab process. So this is definitely uh, a topic that's top of mind for me. So thank you, Austin, for requesting it. And so we are going to be doing five steps to trusting yourself after injury and or failure. Want to leave this open to anybody, whether they're an athlete or not, whether they have a physical injury or something, you know, mental to overcome, like getting rejected or a business failure or losing money or something like that. So without further ado, let's go all in. All right, so I want to start this off with an example from a past episode where we had Manny Mitchell. He's an Olympic sprinter, and he broke his leg 200 meters into the 400-meter sprint in the 4x400-meters at the Olympic Games. After that, he shared on the episode that his body would stop running at the 200-meter mark when he was in training. Like He was trying to get back. I think he actually, you know, even a couple years after the injury, and he, his, you know, physically... His leg had recovered. However, at the 200 meter mark, his mind would tell his body to stop. So essentially the trauma from the injury that he had, it was stored in, in, you know, in your mind, in your body, and it would tell him to stop at that 200 meter mark. And something that he shared that I think was very important was that he tried not to compare his recovery timeline to someone else. You see someone have the same injury, they come back in a few months, suddenly you're two years down the line and you're still dealing with something, whether it's physical or the mental ramifications of that injury, uh, that trauma, that failure, that experience that you had. We are all different. We all recover differently um, from different experiences, right? So don't compare your timeline to somebody else. I think that's an important thing to mention. Now, from my experience, when, uh, you know, I was competing in snowboarding and I've shared in past episodes all the different injuries that I've gotten, they really did contribute to me leaving the sport. Uh, I always say I left the sport because of physical injuries as well as the mental ones and the mental health impacts of that. And something that I've really been unpacking recently is the trauma of some of those experiences and how I wish I could have done things differently. And so essentially this episode is going to go over, you know, five steps um, to, to get over um, these injuries or the, the mental block that you have after an injury and to trust yourself after injury and have that confidence again. And that's something that I wish I would have actually done. And as we get into it, um, you'll see that there's some steps that I skipped and it, it caused me to eventually leave the sport when I saw people close to me getting much for, uh, more serious and life-threatening injuries than I was. And I said, I, I can't do that. I can't experience this. Yet when I entered the sport, I had a totally different mindset. I was more fearless. But you have these almost 
um, really it's, it's PTSD from these injuries, right? Because they are severe traumas, especially when they are, um, these different injuries. And I don't want to say, um, obviously in the sport of snowboarding, they're very traumatic. You're falling from the sky, but also whatever your injury it is, it is very traumatic to you as well. So don't compare injuries to other people and how some people get over more severe injuries, or you would think more severe on paper, more traumatic, faster. We're all different again. So what happened to me was I really didn't deal with them in the time because I was just so driven to get back on snow and back training, it was like, ignore what happened, you know, get back as soon as possible and then don't think about it again. And so because I didn't deal with them, they really just compounded. And in a way, I think failures and rejection in life are similar because they leave a mark and the trauma, the pain you felt or experienced, it triggers a response again when you go to face it, right? And it almost becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy where because of these injuries that I had, then every single time I would drop in for a snowboard run and go to hit a certain jump or try a certain trick, my mind would go back to what happened the last time. What, what if I catch my edge? What if I land on my head? What if this happens? I saw my friend uh, have this traumatic injury happen. And so then it actually can cause you to focus on what you don't want to happen, which can make it happen. Like we know in sports, you've got to focus on what you want to go right, not what you want to go wrong. And something I love from the F1 Drive to Survive series on Netflix is how they talked about if you have an ounce of fear in the sport, you've had an injury, um, something's happened where you've kind of changed your perspective, you are not going to be competitive anymore and you have to leave the sport because it becomes more dangerous because you're always thinking about this possible uh, crash that could happen or this possible injury that could happen or worse. And that can actually cause it to happen more, right? Because you're not driving with confidence. You're not doing your thing at this the same skill level or pace as you would be before. So let's get into these, these five steps that, and again, I'm sure there's different steps. If you're working with a therapist through it, you know, listen to what they're saying. This is just what has helped me and what I also have wish that I would have done. So number one, first things first is process it. And this is what I really skipped in the past, but I'm trying to deal with more now and even unpacking some of those snowboard injuries that happened, you know, six, eight, 10 years ago. So don't try to ignore and move on because trauma is stored in your body and mind and it will come back, whether it's journaling, facing what happened, speaking to someone close to you, or even therapy that could be traditional or a sports psychologist. That's what sports psychologists are there for um, when it comes to injury and coming back as an athlete. Using one or, or all of these tools can really help you process. There's also something called EMDR. It's a type of therapy where basically you move your eyes back and forth while recounting an experience. And it has really been said to help. Now, number two is, I've said this before, don't compare your timeline. Everyone recovers differently and it will frustrate your process if you are comparing your timeline to someone else's. You know, be proud of the effort you're putting in, whether it's a step forward or you just don't feel like you're making that step forward yet. You are putting the work in to try to get over this injury, try to recover and come back. So be proud of that. Number three is try to mentally attack that same thing that happened again. So use visualization and visualize going, uh, it going right and not wrong. So maybe if you're in a sport, recount how that injury happened um, and visualize it basically, you know, not happening. Like visualize, say for me uh, doing a snowboard trick, I'm going to visualize the same trick, but me landing it perfectly and everything going well. And I'm going to build mental reps of me doing that over and over and over again in my head before I actually go out and start doing it again. 
And then number four is to ease back in. So don't think like, okay, I just had this injury or I experienced this failure or whatever it is. Let me just go expose myself to the exact same extreme thing again and see what happens. I I don't believe in that. I think you should ease back in. Again, to make an easy analogy using snowboarding, if I was doing a 720, which is two full rotations, uh, perhaps I will go and just snowboard the first day just get back on my feet, feel how it goes. The next day, maybe I'll do a 180 and then a 360 and then a 540 and then a 720. Even if I know that I can do more than that or whatever it is, you're going to ease back in so that you're building that confidence so that you can trust yourself and your body post-injury by putting in, again, those reps now physically of landing everything okay and, and doing things like that. So similar for whatever your sport is or whatever that failure experience is, there are, surely is a way that you can work backwards and ease back in slowly. Now, number five is to go for it and be kind to yourself no matter the result. So eventually you're gonna have to face that same experience head on. And whether it goes really well or really poorly, be kind to yourself because you have been through something um, that's hard, that's difficult, that not everyone has gone through to get back to that same moment. So be proud of the effort that you put in and the work that you put in to get back at it because it's not easy. And then from there, it's all repetition. Keep putting those reps in the bank, like I said, because if you are coming back stronger, you've you know done the visualization work, now you're putting in reps of doing the same thing over and over again, then you can really start trusting yourself and having confidence because your latest memory of doing whatever it was is a success rather than, you know, something traumatic. So I hope that those five tips can help. It's definitely something that I wish I would have done. And I think it's important to learn and deal with. And I think, you know, the first one is the most important process it, deal with it. Don't ignore it. Go over it mentally. Don't think, oh, it was no big deal because it can come back. Like for me, I'm experiencing things like this coming back 10 years later where I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't have that fear there. I wish I didn't have that blockage there. Um, and it's because of some of these things that I didn't deal with, with some of the injuries that I had when I was younger. If this helps you at all, let me know, share this episode on your Instagram story, uh, give a tag to at the all in project, would love to repost, would love to see your feedback. And if you haven't already hit subscribe and leave a review. Thanks so much. Hey, I think that the greatest gift in life is presence. So thank you so much for gracing me with your presence of tuning in to this episode. Now, something that I would appreciate a ton and would help this podcast keep growing is if you, one, take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your social media so more people can find the podcast and hopefully we can help impact more people. As well as number two is if you can leave a rating and a written review. That means so much. And once again, thank you for being here.